Welcome back to SnackCast. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, so we're in our book review, The Great Cholesterol Myth by, I can't remember their names, Johnny Bowden and Stephen Sinatra. So, <clears throat> chapter one was really, why did we do a revised expanded edition? So the original book came out, what, like 10-ish I think ago? this is like the third edition of the same book. So, I mean, a lot happens in 10 years. Drugs change. Everything changes. Right. Right. So we're not going to review chapter one. We're going to get right into the meat and potatoes. So chapter two, um, the title of it is why you should be why you should be skeptical of LDL as an indicator of heart disease. LDL, that's the bad one. That's the bad one. So, yeah. right. What, yeah, what's yeah, yeah. what's kind of your takeaway on on chapter one? Yeah, on one? Or no, the, I'm saying. Uh, okay. But the first one we're diving yeah, into. Yeah, it's it's that it's that uh, it basically tells you that it, everything that you've been believing about LDL um, is and and that cholesterol is bad for you is false. I mean, that's the it's overall the narrative. good versus bad cholesterol. Yeah, it's completely fake. Everyone preaches. So they get into uh, a couple uh, of the, the different st- uh, studies. I guess statins came along in the early 90s, right? 1990s. Yep. Now is a $30 billion, with a B, dollar industry. 31. Yeah. 31. Okay. Revised and expanded. It was 30 in the first. <laughs> okay. Um, but they talked about how there was, they called it the, the lie and die heart study. How they took 605 men and women uh, that were prime candidates for heart attack, meaning they called them dead men walking, right? And, and they split them into two categories. One category was control group. They didn't change anything. They didn't change their diet. They didn't change anything. The other category they changed uh, to the Mediterranean diet. Um, And then uh, I think it was halfway through the study. They had to cancel, stop the study or something along those lines. uh, Because the Mediterranean diet people had a 70% reduction in heart events than the control group. It was so astounding that they were like, we can't, we can't. They were endangering the, the they control. They were in, in, endangering the control. By not allowing by them. Not, to- right. By not allowing them to do the, uh, the Mediterranean diet. So they said what the really interesting part was that at the end of this thing, you would have thought that the Mediterranean diet people would have had better cholesterol, lower cholesterol, lower LDL, and it didn't happen. It was the cholesterol levels were about the same. Nothing was really changed. So it left all the researchers scratching their heads. They were like, what is going on? Yeah. So my my biggest takeaway from this chapter, I think, was they're really kind of laying the groundwork for how they got to where they are and, and, um, you know, each of their own individual path to starting to to look at this with a little bit of skepticism. Um, Johnny Bowden, he um, he tells a story. So I guess early in his career, he was at some level a personal trainer um, prior to getting his Ph.D. and his CNS. Um, And he he ascribed to all the conventional stuff. And he had this client, he called him Al. And he said, Al was your typical kind of businessman, apple belly in the front. And um, he, he had Al on a low fat diet, a lot of cardio. And Al was seeing 
no results. <clears throat> and he said, it, you know, I started questioning to myself why, right? Because I'm, I'm going with the conventional wisdom of how to help Al get to a better place. And um, Al took it upon himself to do the Atkins diet. And I think this does go back almost to like the 90s or maybe early right. 2000s. And um, Al decided to do the Atkins diet against Mr. Bowden's recommendation. And, and I guess he even had a conversation with him. He said, well, if you're, you know, dead set on doing it, try it. And, you know, next time you have blood work, he thought I, th I thought Mr. Bowden, Johnny Bowden mm -hmm. thought that he would be vindicated and <laughs> that this guy's blood panel would be a disaster. And well, lo and behold, however long it took, Al loses weight. Gains a bunch of energy. He's in the best shape of his life. The blood panel comes back and it's not a disaster. It's where it should be. And he, he said that was really kind of my catalyst moment to go. This is everything I know been taught? Is it is it all wrong? And, and it was kind of his beginning of his journey to discovering all this stuff. Right. Right. So, um, you know, I think Sinatra went through a, a similar kind of. Um, epiphany moment um, of some sorts, you know, but bottom line, they both kind of started digging in a little bit and they started finding that, you know, study findings were being manipulated and um, the truth was being suppressed at some level. And did you catch the quote? Yeah, Sinclair. Uh, well, I was going to say Dr. George Mann. Okay, maybe I didn't get that one. So, Dr. George Mann, he was a professor of biochemistry at Vanderbilt University. So, not some main street MD, right? This guy is a professor at one of the preeminent, you know, schools in the country, Vanderbilt. And um, his quote in reference to statins was... The greatest scam ever perpetuated on the American public. Wow. Yeah. And, um, you know, th this is the point where Bowden's starting to say, I'm, I'm starting to find other doctors that are realizing what I'm realizing. But <clears throat> nobody wants to look at, you know, what they're doing, their information, because it's a against the narrative. Right. Right. And I think that was a quote that I was getting at. I don't know if it was Stephen Sinclair. I, I, I don't know. It was Sinclair. This was the last name that I caught. And it said something like around, you know, it's it's hard for someone to get someone to really want to seek the truth when their income depends on not having that outcome, not a, having that truth. We've talked about it. It's a priesthood. Right. right. It's it's for those of you who don't know that analogy, there was I forget what century it even was, but it was the invention of the printing press and it allowed people um, the first book they started printing on mass scale was the Bible. Mm -hmm. And it allowed people to kind of circumvent going to their priest because back in that day and age, it was only the elite that could read. And if you wanted to hear God's word, scripture, you had to go see your priest and who was educated and could read and who could read had, you know, had and the document had the document. And what did what did he require for, for that time commitment? Tithe tithe. Right. So when I say the priesthood, it, it's in reference to what the printing press kind of did. Um, it led to war and it was a 30 year war. And um but basically, it was a, a power structure 
that the priesthood held and technology was breaking that power structure and um do your own history. I, I'm not here to talk about that, but, but when yeah. I say it's a priesthood, it's it's there's a power structure at play right now. It would appear a lot of money involved, and they don't want that to go away. So, so the second study, I guess, was the nurses' health study, and I guess eighty four thousand one hundred twenty nine women. Uh, they monitored them over a period. I think it was ten years or more, and they came down to five risk factors, which lowered heart heart attacks heart symptoms um and by doing these five things you re- reduce the risk by 89 percent. and they were don't smoke drink only in moderation exercise 30 minutes a day keep a healthy weight and maintain a low sugar diet low carb low sugar yeah. if you did those five things you would reduce your coronary heart attacks by 89 percent yeah. Well, you know, man, it, it's so so much of it is, is dietary in, in, in a way that, um, you know, my mother, we've talked about before. She's vitamin deficient. I'm taking her for IVs. Um, she tells me I took her two days ago and she tells me that her friends were giving her grief about her breakfast. And I was like, well, what are you eating for breakfast? Well, you know, I have those little vanilla biscuits and I dip them in my coffee and I go I, every morning, every morning. I'm, I'm like, mom, do you, we've talked about vitamin. What do you think? Are those Velveeta biscuits? <laughs> I don't know what brand they are, but I'm like, seriously, mom. I mean, I'm committing all this time to you to help you get on a better path. And you're eating cookies for breakfast. They're not right. biscuits. Right. They're not biscuits. They're cookies. <laughs> and even biscuits wouldn't be healthy. You know? you know, but they're so good and they're convenient. And. You know, I think that that's it. I've really been looking at my pantry recently and I'm going, what's the point of a pantry? I mean, really. I've looked at my pantry recently and gone, thank God we're not touching three quarters of this stuff anymore. Right, right. I mean, if it, we talked about this before, if it could stay preserved in your pantry, you probably shouldn't have it. Unless maybe it's canned, you know. Right. Canned. Canned vegetables. Right. But, But... yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no biscuits. So it's it's pretty interesting. I don't know what is chapter two in this one. Um, da, 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 da. Let me see. Do, 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 right, do, do. Cue, cue the. So it's actually chapter three. Like we said, we kind of skipped there. Chapter one. Um, oh, should be a good one. Cholesterol is harmless. Nice. Pretty bold statement. Yeah. So it is used. It, it, your body needs cholesterol. If you skip the previous one, your body, absolutely every cell in your body needs cholesterol. Yeah. Uh, well, and as you will learn, so I don't even want to say. I was going to mention something about food, but we're not going to go there yet. All right. Yeah. So, all right. So next time, will cholesterol is harmless? That will be the topic. We'll kind of summarize the chapter for you. Um, questions, comments, concerns, hit us at snackcast at yes.fit. Stay moving. See you.